Hey friends, welcome to Twirl Talk Podcast. I am your host, Liz Cox, and I'm so excited that you're here with us today. Our hope here at Twirl Talk is that this is a place where you can come for wholehearted advice and encouragement in the midst of planning your wedding, but also for life far beyond that. This is a collection of really fun conversations with a variety of people, both in the wedding industry and outside of it, that simply want to come together and help you thrive the best that you can in every season of your life. So basically, this is like having life chats with your besties over a glass of wine and figuring out how not to lose your mind in the midst of all the crazy. So if that sounds like your cup of tea, then sister, you're in good company here. Hello, everyone. <laughs> it's been a minute. Yes, it's, it's been, been a hot minute. minute. But um, welcome to 2021, my friends. Uh, we made it. We're one month in. Here we are. We're here. We're here. I saw a meme on Instagram this morning. It said, I don't like the way 2021 is pronounced because... If you slow it down, it says 2021. Ah, <laughs> yep. yep. Accurate. And we say, not today, Satan, mm-hmm. not today. Um, well, friends, we, uh, listen, this podcast was has been uh, <laughs> maybe dead forever, but then we would think about reviving it. You know what? We're committing. We're doing it. And we thought, let's kick off season three. Talking about, I have to not cuss on this. <laughs> I mean, I guess I can, but <laughs> the cluster that was 2020, and we thought we would just recap it. We did a 2019 recap last season, and that was highly enjoyed by lots of friends. So we thought, well, 2020, if there was ever a year to talk about, let's talk about that. So. Um, so here we are, January twenty so eighth. Yeah, that's when we're recording this. That's when we're recording it, and I feel like January has been the longest month ever. Mm-hmm. I feel like this week has been the longest Personally, week ever. But yeah, here we are. Here we are. So we're just gonna break it down. Yeah, um, we did, last year or the year before we decided to start doing our goal planning by quarter, mm-hmm. and that really helped us bite off the year. In little bite-sized nuggets, and um, we thought it might be good to go through 2020 by quarter. Yes. So here we are. The 2020 recap. <laughs> I survived 2020. <laughs> barely. Barely. But we're here. Um, all right. So Q1, which is January, February, March. Mm-hmm. You you go ahead and start that, because yours was... Mine was terrible. Yours was intense. Yeah. So... For a little bit of context, those that don't know, um, 2020, or 2019, 2019, (laughs) um, was probably the worst year of my life. Um, that feels so dramatic to say, but it was a very hard year. Like the second half of 2019 was really terrible. Um, both of my parents, we closed our second store at the end of September, my, dad got diagnosed with cancer at the beginning of September and then my mom got diagnosed with cancer at the end of October so the remainder of my year was just like what in the actual hell is my life um so 
going into 2020, January was the first time I felt like I was kind of catching my breath from uh, just the madness. That was the end of 2019 for me. Um, but there were good things and bad things that happened in the midst of that. Um, my dad finished his radiation in February. My mom started hers. So it was like light at the end of the tunnel for both of those. My best friend had her second daughter who was named after me at the end of February, um, which now to think about being in a hospital for someone's birth (laughs) feels like a foreign concept now. Um, So Lucy Elizabeth was born February 27th, and then, I mean, not even almost two, three weeks later, COVID hit, and the rest was history. So for me, when COVID hit, it just felt like a lot of, (laughs) I did not do well. I mean, no one did well, but I was like, what? No, we were supposed to be on an uphill climb. Like, I just feel like I caught my breath, and now you're telling me the world's falling apart again, but not just for me, for everyone. Mm -hmm. And that feels really heavy. Um, so yeah. (laughs) So so that was her quarter one. (laughs) But I also, I didn't, you know, I didn't, I kind of was like, oh, 2020 is going to be better, but not really. Like I kind of had this realistic mindset of like, it's still going to be rough, but hopefully we're on the uphill climb and, 2020 said hold my beer Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so but wrap that up and bring that back to how your parents are doing now just to not leave that as a cliffhanger (laughs) for the people they're doing really great uh my dad is one year cancer free uh praise the lord he also got his covid vaccine last weekend so that's exciting we're waiting for mom to get hers and she is also cancer free um she's not quite at her one year mark but they are doing awesome and so there's there's a blessing yes, in there. Yes. Yes. I like forget to put the bow on. Yeah. I mean, cancer is a long drawn out battle, but so far so good and their treatments are holding fast. So, yes. we're very 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 grateful. Yes. Um and then my first quarter was kind of the opposite. Mm-hmm. I was filled with lots of hope for 2020 and um I've become this person that really enjoys the fresh start of a new year. I love, as crazy as this sounds, taking down my Christmas tree and like cleaning everything out and love to just start fresh with the new year. So I had lots of big hopes for 2020. Yeah. Um, January here at the store, it was business as normal. January is always a crazy time around here. We had a new employee. We were doing some new trainings And it just really felt like we were on a really good path forward to serve our brides well (laughs) and to um, hashtag live our best lives in 2020. Um, And Oh, it's just so funny. I know, it is. And then, you know, February hit. We were kind of getting the word from China that this virus was coming and... Some of our brides were starting to um, freak out just a little bit, asking if their dresses were going to have the coronavirus on them. And we all kind of laughed it off at that point. I mean, our first little video of Uh precautions we were taking and how this was not going to affect us is laughable now. Oh, my gosh. Um, 
So if you need a good laugh, scroll back through our Instagram. <laughs> I may have archived it because it's just not even worthy of right. being up anymore. So then, you know, everything kind of escalated quickly after that. Yeah. And um, another really positive thing that happened in my personal life in February is that we closed, we bought a cabin down in Red River Gorge. And that was just kind of a fluke thing. I just woke up one day in November and decided I wanted a cabin down there because I love it there so much. And that also escalated quickly, and we ended up closing on a cabin in February, February 25th, mm-hmm. about three weeks before the world ended also. Mm-hmm. And we were really excited about that. We were um, going into it with big hopes for renovation mm-hmm. and just just really excited um, and then March hit, and we were all kind of like, oh, crap. <laughs> this is real. But I also feel like everybody was in a mindset at that point that it was all kind of a little, almost like a, a break snow day. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah, a couple yeah. weeks of snow days for everybody. We were at totally. home. Tiger King was on. Oh, my gosh. Um, you could take home <laughs> alcohol from restaurants. Everybody oh, was just so excited yeah. to be home and be doing things that you couldn't normally be, do, be doing at mm-hmm. home. Well, and the impact hadn't really shown its ugly face yet. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so, you know, we were all having five o'clock beers with Bashir and <laughs> um, staying in our PJs all day and mm-hmm. it was okay and it, the ramifications of what was to come had not sunken sunken in mm-hmm. just yet. Um I think at the beginning of April that was more second quarter yeah. is yeah. when my business side kind of went into this like freak out mode. Mm-hmm. Like I enjoyed the first few yeah. weeks at home. We were back and forth to the cabin. And then we were shut down for longer than the two-week period that, you know, we mm-hmm. all laughed and yeah. thought it would be. And it was the most terrifying moments as a business owner to mm-hmm. not know how we were going to pay our staff, how we were going to pay our bills, mm-hmm. how we were going to keep paying rent, how long this was going to last. And it was probably my most stressful time as a business owner in the past 10 years prior to that. Yeah. Even those first few months of mm-hmm. owning a business, it didn't feel anything like the pressure that this felt like. So it, I kind of just stuck my head in the sand for a few days, and they kept saying, like, what what are we doing? What are we doing? And I was just like, I'm just going to go on a hike. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I'm just going to go on a hike and turn off my phone. Um, so once we pulled our head out of the sand mm-hmm. and realized that this was around for a while um we had to just get creative and figure out how to pivot i hate that word now because we've pivoted so many times that i feel like um i'm dizzy yeah so still 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 busy still busy still dizzy 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 and busy (laughs) (laughs) but we it made me realize more than ever to depend Mm -hmm. on your team Mm-hmm. To depend on the people that you have put into place in your business and your life to help pull you through this. And to make sure they're good. Yeah. I mean, it was a huge filtering system for us with our staff. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, I mean, everyone's true colors showed for better or worse, right. but mostly for better. But, the th- you know, and and to say that, it was, we're all navigating 
you know, I think people have kind of coined it as like COVID depression. You know, it was this whole new wave of anxiety and depression that I don't think any of us had ever, I mean, don't get me wrong, anxiety and depression is something that a lot of people deal with and our team has not succumbed to that, but it was this whole new breed of it mm-hmm. in a way um in different ways like yeah. I was stuck at home with my kids and family yeah and just wanted some alone time mm-hmm. but then it was all I had it was all Liz had because so. I lived at at the time I lived at home alone and it was like you know zoom call I'm exhausted from zoom calls Marco Polo the app you know it was it was really painfully lonely and but then Having to like ramp up and be like, okay, but we we get to go back to work, mm-hmm. but being on again, it would just was navigating this whole new because we were doing virtual appointments and now you know it just was a lot, mm-hmm. and and anyone would say that, but we were so thankful that we could still work and yeah. So we got creative, know. and they thought I was a little bit crazy for a minute. By and they, she means me. <laughs> by trying, what we're talking about is we decided to do virtual appointments with the option to have an at-home try-on. Mm-hmm. And my mindset there was everybody was so excited about being home mm-hmm. still, mm-hmm. and how could we implement those most people were excited most people were excited <laughs> let's, let's be most people sensitive to that. um but we were we were trying to think outside the box and in that same stream of thought you don't ever get to try back up most people don't get to try <laughs> wedding dresses on at home so how do we make this fun how do we make it work for us work for our brides and really keep the momentum of our business going. Mm-hmm. We wanted to keep the mindset positive for brides because there was so much unknown for them. And this was a positive moment that we could mm-hmm. give them in the midst of a lot of unknown yeah. with their own weddings and with the world in general. Right. COVID brides, all the majority of what they heard was no at that point. And we wanted to be something that could be a yes for them and something to be exciting Mm because it just was I mean I have such empathy for COVID brides I cannot imagine it's this thing you've most likely looked forward to the majority of your life and then all of a sudden I mean the whole world had to shape shift you know because of COVID but such a monumental life moment being robbed of you in a lot of ways because of a pandemic it was just really heartbreaking mm-hmm. so without any control of it yeah exactly. so that was the heart behind us wanting to um provide some work for not only our team but mm-hmm. also give brides an answer to be able to shop for their wedding gown at when they wanted to right and it not be a question mark as to when they would actually be able to go back in a store so that was the heart behind that. We just wanted to be a bright spot in the world for that time. Yeah. And and we were able, we had the time and resources mm-hmm. to do it, you right. know. We, and that's when our team really pulled together and shined. Our strengths all came out really mm-hmm. strong. Liz's strengths with putting together videos and... <laughs> 
really making our social presence um, that bright spot as well for something to, for people to look forward to. Taylor, our store manager, she's the logistics queen. So <laughs> she really just went hard in the paint and made mm-hmm. that that flow of everything go really well. Um, I, I think my strength in all this, and this is hard for me to talk about, is... Like, strengths for myself. Um, I don't like talking about my personal strengths. But but I'm an Enneagram 3. We've talked about this before. (laughs) And I can, I feel like I can forge a new path pretty easily. Mm -hmm. And I don't really see it as impossible. So, to me, it it was fun to be able to think outside the box. And I think that was one of my, not favorite parts of COVID, but... Watching small businesses transform mm-hmm. their business model in how to make this work. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of podcasts out there about that, so I won't bore you <laughs> with that. But it was. It was really neat to watch this group of entrepreneurs get really scrappy and mm-hmm. figure out how to still serve their customers. Yeah, just to rise up and rally around each other, too. I mean, I just feel like it. we have always been passionate about small business, but at least in our local community, I mean, I feel like I watched it happen nationwide, but for sure in our Mm -hmm. local community, just this love, deepened love and appreciation for small businesses. And it just, to watch our community rally around Mm -hmm. was just really cool. And when I say community, I, I mean both like entrepreneurial community, but also just like Joe Schmo and his family were more likely to go pick up dinner from a small business rather than go through the Chick-fil-A drive-thru or whatever. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love Chick-fil-A, and it for sure was ordered on DoorDash a couple times. But you know what I mean? Like, it just ignited in people mm-hmm. um, just eye-opening that... A desire to support yeah. local business. And there are, there are real people behind these businesses, and it is, you know... What am I saying? Poverty or famine? What? What's the phrase? Do you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I can't think. Just of that. like it's make or break. Yeah, make or break. Feast or famine. Feast that one. Mm-hmm. Feast yeah. or famine. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was really hard, and it was hard to watch our friends in the wedding industry because the live yeah. event industry was just absolutely demolished, Shot. and those those business owners were not able to get a lot of the subsidies that right. that bigger businesses were, brick and mortar businesses were, and we were pretty limited as well. So it was really hard to watch all of that go down, but um, it's been really cool to watch how people pivoted and made their business work in the 2020 environment. So, yeah. So that was, um, you know, April and May. We, we were able to reopen at the mm-hmm. end of May, which was also weird. Um <laughs> But it also, I think the theme that everyone would agree on for 2020 is that it was a year to slow down. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. reopening and only being able to do one appointment at a time, Mm -hmm. but give those brides more of our time Mm -hmm. was really a gift for us. Yeah. And just, yeah, I mean, understanding... That less is more. I mean, even mm-hmm. down to the practicality of we had to limit how many people could be in an entourage for a bride. And I think 
brides have seen, obviously some people are like, oh, I want 600 people with me. But knowing that they could only have two or three people there, and obviously Zoom was our friend as well, but it just was more intimate and special. And I mean, they were able to say yes to address mm-hmm. easier because they they limited the noise mm-hmm. in their life. And I think that that was something that, I mean, that's just something we've all been learning is, yeah. I mean, I think the noise of 2020 is, is and was louder than probably most years in terms of, you know, a lot happened. Black yep. Lives Matter, yeah, that the election. That, well, the social unrest started happening in May. Yep. Um, and the beginning of June. Mm-hmm. So that also brought to light a lot of divisiveness in our country. Yeah. And that the whole beginning of the first first part of the year everybody was kind of in the same boat of we don't have any control over this we're all we're all in the same boat we're all in this together and then this this happened yeah um the protests started happening the social media posts and you were confused as to what you could post and what you Mm -hmm. shouldn't post and it just really brought to light a lot of ugliness in our world that Mm -hmm. needed that needed to be quiet also yeah and it just kind of transformed us Mm -hmm. and for the good yeah um just being more aware of your actions and Mm -hmm. and how you're making people feel and validating their feelings Mm -hmm. and just yeah, I mean that could be a whole yeah that could be a whole other that podcast. could be a whole other podcast that honestly we probably won't get into but um you know yeah I mean the middle of the year I think changed the trajectory of a lot of people's lives and I said to her earlier I was like you know tw- I don't think 2021 is gonna be a whole like if January is any indicator like circumstantially. Not much is going to be changed. Like, we're still going to wear masks for a long time. And, you know, we still have to be careful about a lot of things. But we are changed people. And so hopefully that is what changes how 20... Like, I hope that there is a stark contrast between 2020 and 2021 in the way that humanity cares for one another Mm -hmm. and loves one another even if our circumstances don't look radically different which they might eventually but currently they don't um just more respect for people yeah in general exactly and I think we've also had to navigate that with friends and family members Mm -hmm. who aren't comfortable leaving their houses at all and just being respectful of different people's views on the world right now Mm -hmm. yeah it's a it's lot. Been challenging. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah. 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 And yeah. So. So let's see. Where are we? Quarter two. We're still in quarter two. Yeah. A lot happened in quarter a two. A lot happened in quarter two. And the end of it was brutal. End, end of it. End of quarter two was brutal. Um, June was one of the hardest times of my life. Well, I would say the hardest time mm-hmm. of my life. Um, I lost one of my best friends very suddenly Mm -hmm. and, um, losing the longest friendship of your life really changes you. Mm -hmm. 
and that's not something you're ever prepared for. Um, we had been friends since we met in fourth grade, really became friends in fifth and sixth grade, and um, had not really been out of each other's lives since mm -hmm. then. Um, so that was really difficult, realizing that life can end with no notice, mm -hmm. um, and realizing that every moment that you have, even though they're little moments at home, that's what built, that's what makes your life and makes mm -hmm. the legacy that you have mm -hmm. to leave behind. So, um, that was personally very hard. And honestly, the rest of the year is kind of a blur after that. Like I had tons of notes for first quarter, second quarter. And then after that, it's kind of a blur. And Liz and I were talking about it. I was like, I don't, I don't really know what happened after that. And she said, well, that's, it's called the cloud of grief. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I would say that my biggest realization through that loss is the beauty of friendship and, and how that is one of the biggest blessings mm -hmm. that we have mm -hmm. and just processing all of that and holding your people close. And even though you've lost touch with some of them, it's never too late to bring them back into your life. Um, so I can't really talk about it. I know. <laughs> can't really We're talk like... about much more um, than that just because it's it's still hard. And still it's something that I think about about every hour of every day. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know. I don't. It's the first time I've lost somebody that mm -hmm. close and that suddenly outside of grandparents. Right. Um, I think we talked about my grandmother and yeah, the loss of 2019. I, too. I also lost my other grandmother in mm -hmm. May yeah. of 2020. Yeah. And that was also a very sudden, unexpected situation. Yeah. And then we lost my friend in, in June. So it was a year of processing grief mm -hmm. through a pandemic. And it was just weird. But that's all I'm. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Um, <laughs> that's all she wrote. You can you can talk. For I can. A I'll take over. Yeah. Um, well, and I think too. Um, I think on on our side of that, I was friends with Ty's friend, but by no means as close. But so it was a a loss for me, but more so it was. Um, oh, I'm gonna cry watching your best friend lose her best friend is just I wouldn't wish it upon your worst enemy um it just it isn't fair and and I've and I've lost dear friends in my life um and it just kind of woke me up to how people felt watching me go through that and then it just it's it's messy um and heartbreaking and I don't know it's just terrible <laughs> it was so it was it just kind of created this fog over the remaining of 2020 and that's to be expected and fair but kind of juggling um at least for us like business wise you know thankfully we have a strong enough team that like Ty could basically tap she'd pretty much tapped out the rest of the year. Yeah. Um, and I was going to kill her if she tried to tap back in. So, um, 
we were very strong as a team and were able to still function very smoothly. And I think, and I don't want to speak for you, but I am a little bit, you know, Ty for the longest time, like I would say to her all the time, like, you don't have to come in on Saturdays. Like you have two young girls at home, like spend Saturdays at home. And this was like years, you know, 2018, 2019. And she was always like, no, 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 I'm going to come. But I think it, in a, in a weird way, released you mm-hmm. to a lot of what you would like guilt, it, not mom guilt, but almost like mom guilt to the store. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I think it bred a lot of freedom in you to just what you were just saying, like really embracing the little moments of life with your family. Um, not that you weren't doing that prior, but it just was in a whole new way. Mm-hmm. And you thankfully trusted us to carry yep. out. And that's back to the strength of our team mm-hmm. and trusting the team. Yeah. And trusting mm-hmm. your people. And that's what pulled me through. Because if it had been left up to me to come in and keep everything going, it would have been a mess. Yeah, it would not have been good. Not because you, well, no, you weren't capable. Like. <laughs> But in a way that it's like, no shit, you weren't capable. Like, yeah. you you can do anything you set your mind to, but you shouldn't have had to set your mind to that. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I was very thankful for for my people in in that setting, especially, and it made mm-hmm. me appreciate them even more because, I mean, I, we had just made the schedule for the podcast. So this was June. It was like two days before. We had just come up with this new (laughs) schedule. We were going to start recording. Before it happened. Yeah, it was like three days, I believe. Um, And we had this whole very aggressive (laughs) schedule um, for the podcast. And a couple days after everything happened, Liz made a post and said, Twirl talks on hold. I was like, okay, that that feels right. Um, and I texted her. I was like, what what's going on? She was like, you're you don't have the capacity to do this. None. And I was like, okay, all right. Yes. But I, I but I think too, it was a lot of you because, like I mentioned, I have lost significant friends in my life, so I kind of knew what was coming for her in a lot of ways. Um, I mean, everyone's grief process is different, but. Ty is also, again, an Enneagram 3, so she's like, pedal to the metal, I can do anything, whatever. And she can. But I think it was a lot of Yeah, and I think that was also a realization moment for me. Like, well, she didn't even talk to me about this. But, (laughs) okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So I'm just going to trust them even more than I already do. Yeah. And... They they know better than me in this instance <laughs> because I can't think clearly. Yeah. Um. So that was, it was a freeing moment for me also because I had, I had thought that you know things wouldn't happen right. if I weren't here, mm-hmm. but they did and mm-hmm. they thrived, and everything ran perfectly smooth and I wasn't here and that was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it gives me life to be here and to be involved, but in those moments, I, I just couldn't. And, and the rest of, the rest of 2020 (laughs) really was kind of a blur. 
um, July, August, September, we were kind of getting back to a semi-normal thing-ish. Yeah. Yeah. We were, you know, trying to plan vacations in secret and didn't want to be shamed. We didn't want to be social media shamed if we posted anything wrong. So I remember I went to the beach with friends and I was like, (sighs) deep breath, deep breath. I know. It's. It was a weird, that was a weird, I mean, the whole year was weird. The whole year was weird, but yeah. um, But that was a weird time because we were coming out of quarantine Mm -hmm. per se, but things weren't quite safe. And now we know that, you know, we all screwed ourselves by doing all that in July, August, and September. But, you know. You know. What are you going to do? But I was also trying to balance coming out of this Mm -hmm summer of sadness and then trying to balance work and my kids being home for virtual school. It's brutal. Um, and trying to also remind myself to enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did eventually. And yeah. I wanted that consistency for my kids because that is the only thing that I could do for them at that moment. They couldn't go to school. Mm-hmm. They enjoyed being home. So that wasn't that wasn't a factor for us, but protecting them and just giving them a little bit of consistency by me being the one with them for the most part. Mm-hmm. My husband was wonderful and would roll with the punches on days that I did need to come into the store and do things. Um, but we we were working very hard yeah, at that time yeah, on all fronts because I was having to work with the girls on school and then balancing mm-hmm. work here and trying to keep the momentum going right. of of the store all and the all the things. But we did take a big deep breath. I think in our 2019 recap, we talked about how we made the really hard decision to close Meant to Be. Mm-hmm. And we, this year, it still was like a, oh man, that still kind of sucks that we had to do that. But we also were like, praise the Lord. Praise yes. the Lord. We did not have that store because it 110%, one of these stores would have become a statistic of something that closed mm-hmm. because of COVID. And so I think if anything, like, just take that as an encouragement, friends, that even sometimes the hardest decisions in the moment, when you know they're right, you may not know just how right they are for a period of time to follow. And I think we will progressively see over the years how wonderful of a decision that was for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I remember thinking like, okay, Lord, like that feels like a glimmer of hope of like something that felt so hard in the moment and sent us in a tailspin of like, who are we? What are we doing? Are we okay? Has something like that momentarily that we have felt for months in the span of a year, you're reminding us that like, you are still good and faithful to us. And we may not see that in the moment, but it will see it, you know? Yeah. Um, so I don't know. That was something that I was like, man, that really sucked. But I'm seeing (laughs) a year later, I'm like, thank you, Jesus. That was amazing. Yes. Um, just, a that was a, that was a quarter three moment too. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, 
And my, and my friend got engaged. You know, there were happy things, too. Yeah. Like, my friend got engaged, and I turned 29, which I did not feel excited about. But my friends were really precious and threw me a 90s-themed birthday party. This was mm-hmm. before um, they really cracked down on... I mean, we had 10 people, but, you know. Right. We weren't shamed about it at the time, so that was that was nice. Right. So, uh, it just was, I mean... COVID birthdays were freaking weird, even during the period when it was like, it's kind of okay to be with people again. It's mm-hmm. still very strange. So, and I applied for The Bachelor. That happened in Q3. Didn't make it, but <laughs> we went for it because whatever, 2020. It's a cute video. It's cute. It's a cute video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, random things that happened in 2020. Yeah. Add that to the list. Little bits of joy. Yeah. You gotta just... Throw, Sprinkle them in there. Roll the dice sometimes. And I met, uh, it was just the year of weird dating for me because I also met a guy on uh, in my front yard back in April. Oh, yeah, you mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. On a dating that app. That was bad. I mean, it wasn't bad. He was odd. So, you know, tell my single sisters out there, <laughs> I'm right there with you, girls. Pandemic dating is not for the faint of heart. Mm-hmm. Dating in general is not for the faint of heart, but pandemic dating, yeah, whole other story. So, you know, just apply for The Bachelor. Why not? <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, Q4. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're all over the place. Yeah, I, I, don't, I still don't have any notes for Q4. That's um, so weird. Well, it was, it was entering into holiday season, and that felt really yeah. odd. October, everybody's usually super pumped for fall yeah. and pumpkin spice and Being a all the things. things. Uh, but... I don't feel like that ex- level of excitement that I noticed was there. No. Because um, you weren't going to pumpkin pa- Like, yeah. I mean, I guess you were kind of, but. Mm-hmm. So it was just a bizarre, bizarre fall. And then, you know, the election. Yeah. Although hit. October, we did make a huge step in our coaching business. Yes, we did. We did. We got certified in Business Made Simple, which was a massive leap of faith mm-hmm. um, for really elevating and giving us more direction yeah. for that for that business. You can follow along with that <laughs> on Refined Retail Consulting. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Liz will tell you all about it. I sure will. Yep. So yeah, that was really that cool. Was, that, that was, was a big that was a big moment and um a big investment mm-hmm. for us for that business, and we're excited about yeah. the opportunities for that in 2021. Because um, <laughs> that to say that that got put on the back burner in 2020 yes. is an understatement. So and that's fine, and that's, that's fine. Like, it's okay. But we feel very revived in that. Yes. Um, and then November hit, and everybody was mm-hmm. all Christmas all the time. Yeah. What's Thanksgiving? We're going straight to Christmas. And I feel like that happens earlier in the year, every year, but yeah. this year it was super magnified. Yeah. Everyone was like, we need hope. Yep. Um, so that was kind of fun. Like, yeah. Just seeing Christmas lights and. Yeah. Despite even if like family gatherings and mm-hmm. stuff look different, like, I mean, they did for my family at least, yeah. but it still is sweet to. Still a, a sweet. There's and just something about twinkle lights. You just. Peaceful time. Yeah. And we had a white Christmas. I know. It was so special. It was. It was really special. That was the Lord being like, I see you. Yep. 
Just sprinkle Not that snow. everyone got a white Christmas, but we did. Yeah. So we needed it. Dead. But yeah. it was I mean, for us it was and a lot of a lot of my friends that I talked to, yes, we were sad that the bigger family gatherings mm-hmm. couldn't happen, but it was also really sweet to just be at home and um snuggle up and mm-hmm. watch movies by the fire yeah. and just relax. So we enjoyed wow. several days of PJ days. Yeah. And that was that, that was, was nice. Great. Um Liz and I had a full conversation about loungewear earlier. We sure did. And Mm -hmm. I tried to go shopping last week, and it's the strangest phenomenon. It's not, I mean, it's not a strange phenomenon because we've all been stuck at home, but all the stores are loungewear. You can't really find a cute outfit right now. I mean, listen, I'm not mad about a matching tie-dye set, but... I have too many now. But this is where we are. <laughs> and they won't fit in my drawer anymore. Right. So if I want more, I have one. to purge some old ones. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's just funny. I mean, the thinking on how 2020 will transform the rest of our lives mm-hmm. is mind-blowing. Yeah. To think about the anxiety that we've all experienced. Mm-hmm. To think about the transformation in large events, right. sporting events, concerts. I miss live music personally. So bad. So we were supposed to go to Chris Stapleton back in July. It yeah. was going to be the on the 29th for my 29th birthday. August, yeah. And we grieved deeply. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when that got we'll canceled. see if that happens. Yeah. But tentatively we'll be But back. it's just it's just mind-blowing to think about how this will affect us. Mhm. But like you were saying earlier, too, I think, and and I have had this conversation with many people, is, you know, 2020 brought, you were saying, like, taught us all to slow down, but it also brought to light um, really what matters mm-hmm. to everyone. Like, um, for me personally, I, at the end of, in Q4, I decided to move out of my apartment and move back in with my parents um, so that I can get out of my tiny bit of debt and save for a house because I finally had this come to Jesus moment of I'm not going to wait for someday of, well, someday when I'm married or someday when whatever. Like I want to build a life for myself that I love and want and I don't have to wait. Of course, I would love to have a husband and a family in that, but I, I get to build my life and sometimes it's short-term sacrifices that lead to that. But knowing the bigger picture, I think that Mm -hmm. that's where I'm going with this is like it, it casted a whole new vision for what the bigger picture was. And I think at the end of the day, so much of that for people is founded in the relationships in your life, you Mm -hmm. know? And so for me, like owning a house isn't just so I can say I own a house. Like I want to build a home that I can have friends over in and have a safe space for people. And not that I didn't have that in my apartment, but there's something to it that you can say like, this is, this is my space. And I, you know, I also have financial goals, but <laughs> you spent too much money on loungewear. Let's right, yeah, exactly. We're just paying off all yeah, this we're loungewear getting... de- debts right now. The truth comes out. No, I'm just kidding. That did not happen. But um, well, and like too, I think we had a similar 
we had a really sweet, we went to the cabin for our staff Christmas party and we had just lost a person on our staff that was, it just was hard. Um, but we had one of the sweetest Christmas staff Christmases I think we've ever had. And it just was because we were like, because these are the relationships of our staff, like carried us. Mm-hmm. And we, we always joke, we say it and now we joke about it that our team is our family, but really like, no, this year it was. Yeah. It really it had was to be. this year. It had and to be to pull us through. Yeah. It's so we're just, there was a lot of grieving, but in 2020 on so many levels, um, but there were also a lot of things to be celebrated and yeah, I don't know. Again, slowing down. Yeah, 20... building building the relationships that matter, mm-hmm. and just yeah. making time for the little things that end up being yeah. the big things in life. Exactly. Yeah, we like wrote down these little questions to answer, which I feel like we did. Of like, what carried you? What did you learn? And I feel like it's that your people matter, and to to really invest in that, you know, because mm-hmm. you don't know how long you have them for, but their impact and their legacy and your life and yours and theirs is mm-hmm. priceless. One of the goals I set for 2021 is to cultivate friendships. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean cultivate friendships for myself, mm-hmm. but cultivating the friendships for my daughters mm-hmm. because I've realized what an impact those really early friendships mm-hmm. had on my life totally. and, um, and how that has carried me. Mm-hmm. And I also have made a goal to get to know my friends' kids more. I love that. Because that was also a big realization this year. Mm-hmm. Like we, we've had to step up for my friends' daughters that, lost their mom and we're going to be the ones that help carry her memories for Mm -hmm. them. And, you know, a lot of times it's easy to just plan a a girl's night out and not Mm -hmm. include the kids because you just want time away from them. But cultivating those relationships and friendships with your friends, kids Mm -hmm. is, is very impactful. And that's what I want to remind people of too. Yeah. I totally, yes, that, I love that so much. I always say being the aunt to my best friend's mm-hmm. kids is like the greatest joy of my life. Yeah, and you're really good at that. Oh gosh, thank you. My but, friends make it But as they get older, yeah. it's going to be easy for, mm-hmm. for y'all to just want to leave them at home and right. not include them yeah. and just go have girls' nights, and that's great. But I think having a good mix of, mm-hmm. of including them and having them be friends as well. Yeah, I mean, I grew up, my mom's best friends are such huge influences and have been hugely impactful in my life. So yeah, I think casting that vision for your kids of what friendship is, Mm -hmm. especially in a world of, you know, social media and all these influences screaming at them about what's real and what's true. Yeah. Being the discerning voice in their life. Of what is. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, what's your hope for 2021? <laughs> we'll close on a high note. Whew. Hope for 2021. Just to continue to have hope. Because mm. I feel like when we lose 
lose the sight of hope, yeah. then you just start giving up on things. Yeah. And I don't want to do that. Because mm-hmm. it's not that we ever lose hope. It's losing the sight of it. Losing the sight of it. That. Mm-hmm. Um, just seeing that things aren't impossible, that the world has been through stuff like this before, and mm-hmm. we're here in this time for a reason. Yeah. And to just not forget the lessons that we've learned mm-hmm. through all of this. Amen. Hallelujah. Take us to church. What about you? What's your hope for 2021? Um, yeah, I think I would say the same. I, I think you said that so beautifully. Just um, there's light at the end of the tunnel. And like you were saying, like we were made for such a time as this, whether we feel like we were or not. Um, we're here, which means the Lord, I believe that God makes no mistakes. So, um, I don't think it's a coincidence that everyone that's here now is here now and living in it. And I hope that we can just, I don't know, be a part of like the redemption of what was and mm-hmm. the reconciling to come. Like, I just think that there's a lot of room for hope yeah. um, to be the anthem of our personal lives and the world as a whole. So. I don't know, that feels very, like, blah, blah, fluffy. But, um, yeah, what else do I hope for 20? I don't know. I want to I wanna find a boyfriend in 2021. Yes. <laughs> we'll speak that. We'll speak that. I don't know. There's, I mean, we'll probably do a whole other podcast on stuff like that. But uh, I don't know. I think if 2020 just made me kind of, like, throw – caution to the wind and just be like I have nothing to lose why am I living in fear so which is let's do it let's say let's like it's a team effort it is (laughs) a thousand percent is so just continuing to fight to be open towards dating because I think just by saying that you've made lots of progress I know I know I kind of want to throw up a little bit but uh anyway (laughs) there's that Yes. Yes. That's my, like, silly fun hope. We'll see how it plays out. We're going to make it lots of fun. Anyway. Stay tuned. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Friends, we love you. We're excited for season three and just sharing life with you and hopefully helping you with some encouragement and practical tips along the way. But if you've made it all the way through this, God bless you. Bless you. (laughs) (laughs) we're so thankful for you all we are you are also what carried us through 2020 100 percent in so many ways but yeah we love you guys uh and we'll be back soon happy 2021 friends let's make it count